Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. <sighs> Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. What's wrong? Are you not before? Okay, so let, I'll give the listener a recap. Mm-hmm. For about 10 years, Mm -hmm. you were known as Jordan Morris Boy Detective. It was a stupid name that we came up with Mm -hmm. when you were 18 and I was 19. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's coming up on 15 years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it works pretty well. It had some uh, some upsides and some downsides. Plus, upside, it's fun. It's it's, uh, kicky. Uh, Downside, of course, it could be – it could make you seem less than. Sure. Um, juvenile, so, silly, empty. It's infantilizing. Yeah. Um, you know, which was, you know, a positive or negative. I did get get invited to a lot of adult baby parties. Right, which is fun. Which is hot. Which is super fun. Which is If hot. that doesn't make you hot under the collar, I don't know what will. Yeah. But uh, last week on the program, mm-hmm. which well, two weeks ago on the program, yeah. you threw in towards the end of the show mm-hmm. a switch up in your nickname from... Jordan Morris, boy detective, to Jordan Morris, steal Santa. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I love this because I love anything Santa. Sure. Um, and I love the- He's uh, the reason for the season. You got it. <laughs> and Let's put the Santa back in Christmas. Yeah, please. <laughs> Hashtag Fox News. <laughs> Hashtag presents. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Hashtag good boy. Hashtag chimney. <laughs> sure. Um, Discuss the show. Hashtag good boy. Hashtag chimney. Hit us up on Twitter. Find us on Snapchat. Shoot some vines talking about what a good boy you are. And upload them to Jordan Jesse Go. Hashtag plate of cookies. Sure. <laughs> so, Jordan. So, so last week, mm-hmm. you went throughout the program as Jordan mm-hmm. Morris Steel Santa. You seem to really be enjoying it. Yeah. But if I can bring listeners up now to now, which is, by the way, this week. Mm-hmm. You said Steel Santa as though it was a horrible burden. Well, no, I mean, my sorry if I if I'm copping a tude with you, and yes, you are. If that was a sorry. question, the answer is yes. I don't mean to cop a tude. Well, too late now. Even Ace. though, even though I am known as a rude dude. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I'm actually really enjoying Steel Santa. It's great. It's nice okay. to be called, you know, Steel Santa by. People on the internet, passersby, people at parties, uh, lovers in bed, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, but I, I just, I'm, there's something weighing on me, and it is holiday related, though. Okay, but not related to Seal Santa, which I'm enjoying. Okay. So as we record this, mm-hmm. we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Oh boy, yeah. Then after that, of course, it's going to be uh, sure. Christmas and Hanukkah, mm-hmm. Boxing Day, Boxing Day, sure. Mm-hmm. Then New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I guess Martin Luther King Jr. Day in February. <sighs> boy. Um, March. A tough, a tough couple months for singles, especially Martin Luther King. March, I think, is going to be Arbor Day. Is that correct? Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, April's my birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, another is, tough, another is... tough time for singles. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's birthday. It's, it's hard those... to get a dinner reservation. Yeah, yeah, sure. Also. Um, so what, what's going on? What's well, your seasonal do you wanna... problem? Should we introduce our guest? Yeah, we sure, can... sure. Okay. So our guest is a uh, – he was a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. He became a television writer. Uh, he was an executive producer of the television program Everybody Loves Raymond, a co-creator of the show Men of a Certain Age. Uh, uh, he was a co-executive producer recently of the, the television program Enlisted. 
among many, many other credits, his name is Mr. Mike Royce. Hi, Mike. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Hi, good. No. <laughs> I okay was going me, better but... before you started talking. I'll tell you why. I'm a little annoyed that you have a better radio voice than me, and I'm a professional <laughs> radio host. I, 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 you know what? Sometimes I lean into it. I lean into it there. Yeah. And it's, it's a particular part of the afternoon uh, where I sometimes Yeah, gets... that is. I mean, that's positively, um, it's positively uh, Weekend Edition-esque. <laughs> yeah. I would I, look out, it. Arun Roth. <laughs> Here comes Mike Royce. <laughs> I, don't got the, I, I don't have the name chops yeah. for NPR. Yeah, that's you do point. have a normal sounding name. I, uh. Actually, when I was when I was a stand-up comic and therefore auditioning for anything to be an actor and therefore auditioning for voiceover stuff, they would always – my voice is just good enough to be like, oh, you have a good voice. But then I'm in the absolute last place when it – like I would go out with all the voice of God guys. So, you sure. know, everyone in the room was sort of made – you know, yeah. and I was uh, – I know about that. People – so when somebody tells me about how nice my radio voice is – I, I, it is, there really is, there's like a line where all of a sudden I'm accident, I've accidentally become the worst of people with good radio voices. <laughs> right, right, like right. I wish that I could be the best of people with normal voices, but actually all that I get out of this voice is people send me an email and say like, oh, you alluded to your age. I thought you were 50 or 60. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is, I've had the same problem with like, uh, uh, I've, I haven't done it in a while, but I, you know, uh, I've auditioned for a lot of commercials. I have the problem of being uh, too skinny to be a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would come in for the fat guy stuff. Yeah, right. Like, ah, right. Not quite. I, tweener. I, Classic I, tweener. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, yeah. Um, I thought about getting fatter. Yeah, I ga- I really gave it some serious thought. I'm like, what if I just fucking fat up? Yeah, I think ultimately, <laughs> you know, you also have the problem of not uh, passing well enough to be a point guard, not shooting well enough to be an off guard. Sure. So again, classic tweener. tweener. Always a towel boy, never a towel. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so, well, I wish I could be a towel. So let's talk about your se- seasonally oh, well, affective disorder here. Yeah. Um, can I maybe suggest just real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let's circle back to that. I mean, Mike. Yeah. It seems like the only problem you had with getting into radio was maybe just not having a great NPR name. Mm-hmm. Do you think that – I mean you've had a terrific career in television. No I, need to no leave that. No complaints. Yeah. But if you wanted to go back, might I suggest Tonk's Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> just try it out. Say this is Tonk's Pumpkin. Tonk's Pumpkin? Tonk's Pumpkin. Pumpkin. Yeah. You know, we T-O-N- used to have a sponsor called Tonks. Yeah, uh, a mail order coffee service. Mm-hmm. They, tongs? Are we tonks? Tonks. Tonks. T O N X. All right. Um, <laughs> but they are no longer exist. They got bought by a larger coffee concern. So Tonks is no longer an extant brand. Well, Mike's I think name would move in on this. Mike's yeah. name would be T O N Q U E S. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Forgive anyway. me. Either way, I think I can name squat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Name squat. <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is weekend edition. Well, I'm going to try out. Sure, sure, yeah, what, what would uh, they say? They this say, is a cold uh, root. Yeah, uh, cold read. Um, welcome back to the weekend edition. This is Tonks Pumpkin. Yeah, I, I love like it. something. I Report, love it. reporting yeah. from bulk area. This <laughs> is Tonks Pumpkin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I just want to say before you go on, please, please. that I have list- I am. Comp- I have all the episodes of Steel Santa. That's what I'm saying. I, I have wow. I have listened to the entire. So you are familiar with everything the arc. you recapped. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm like, oh, I, I've been you're caught up on the Steel Santa to... arc that's, that's going on now on the show. That's Mike, right. I'm really happy to hear that. Sure. I think that's a great use of your time. <laughs> <Jordan>. <laughs> it's the holidays right. coming up, and you know I'm going to go home for Thanksgiving, and you know I think we all know Thanksgiving can be fun, but it. Um, 
you know, I think we're all also familiar with that it can be the time to have difficult conversations with your family. Sure. I'm sorry. I know we like to keep it light here, but this has just kind of been weighing on me and I wanted to get it off my chest. Um, Is there something? Yeah. I mean, I just – I mean – I can't – I don't think I can I've met girls it. who were dating before. No, no. It's not that. I'm bi. Okay. But, um, but it is related to lifestyle. Okay. Um, I just – I'm having a really hard – having a really hard time um, coming to terms with the fact that I am going to have to admit to my family this Thanksgiving that I'm uh, living that vape life. <laughs> 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 and um, it's just tough because, I mean, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about people who are living that vape life. Yeah, there's sure. a, lot of, a lot of vape bashing. <laughs> and, you know, I just don't know how they're going to react. I mean, they're open-minded, but, you know, the media is just out there, you know. Is part of your idea that if you come out to your parents mm-hmm. or to your mother and her husband mm-hmm. over Thanksgiving as someone who is living that vape life mm-hmm. – um, you might open your stocking on Christmas morning. There's some e-juice in there. Yeah. I mean, well, that's best case scenario is right. that they embrace it. That's the acceptance. Right. And that they, you know, or, are with me on this journey. I think the worst case scenario is probably you open your stocking and there's cigarettes in there. Sure. They because just... they're trying to sway me away yeah. from <laughs> that vape life. Yeah. Do you think that they consider, I mean, this would be horrible, but no, that no, they sure. consider vaping to be a choice? Yeah. I mean, again, and that's and that's, you know, the media... Uh, right. And I include the Bible in the media. Sure. Right. The first media. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes, sure. It's the original media. <laughs> have you ever seen – Mike, have you ever seen uh, – have you ever seen Jordan's car before? No. He actually has custom plates that say B-O-R-N-V-P-N, born vaping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, so, yeah, I mean I, I hear what you – and then, yeah, and a lot of people do think that. I mean I'm of the belief that, you know, God made us all unique and if sure. he – you know, has instilled in me, you know, the need to live that vape life, then, you know, who am I to, who am right. I to reject that? You whatever, know? I believe that whatever you want to put in your mouth, mm-hmm. no matter how ridiculous, mm-hmm. you should be allowed to. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. And, I, that's, and that's terrific. And I just, I just wish everyone shared your open-mindedness about this issue. Jordan, mm-hmm. we've laughed and joked a lot about this. Sure. I have to say that I think that the vape life is an abomination. Okay. Um, I think that it's a crime in the eyes of the Lord, mm -hmm. in the eyes of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the only Son of God. Sure. The Holy Ghost, Mm -hmm. who is a ghost who's friends with God and Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I've read the Bible, Jesse. You don't have to explain it to me. And I think – but I think what you're doing is I think you're – and sorry, I'm going to try and keep my cool during this. I don't want this to turn into a, you know, crossfire situation or God willing a Lachlan group. Well, watch out because I'm a raging Cajun. (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I've met your bizarre wife (laughs) who is from no no discernible land. Yeah. I think what you're doing is I think you are reading a few select passages and you are taking them out of context to support your your beliefs that you already have. I think these are beliefs that you have and you're just – you're looking for anything that supports them. And I think you're taking a few passages look at that my... weren't even about vaping. They were not intended to be about vaping. Jordan, look, look here at my wristband. Sure. What does it say? WWJV. What would Jesus vape? I – Think he would vape any anything he wanted to. 
I don't think he would vape at all. I think he's too busy cleaning syphilis feet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I've read the Bible many bowling, times. Bowling yeah. with the Holy Ghost, <laughs> who is his friend. <laughs> he's just the, the wacky ghost who hangs around <laughs> heaven. and Sure. Know. Yeah. No, it's always out Usually. for pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the vaping, um, I got to be honest, this argument is swaying me, what Jesse's saying. Oh, wow. Okay. Of... No, I know you're you're widely known as a biblical literalist. Yes. That's this, the, the two things I try to hold in mm-hmm. my head are, you know, uh, sure. to be, to be a, um, a raging liberal mm-hmm. and a biblical, biblical literalist. Yeah. No, you're also a strict constructionist. I am all three of those things. <laughs> and, you know, the founding fathers did not have anything to say about vaping in the founding documents not of this great in, nation. Not in words. Thank you. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it was implied. Yeah. I'm also – I – Subscribe to like a national treasure reading of the Constitution where none of the words. It's, oh, that it's all code. On, yeah. It's something on if the you back. take the 37th letter of each page, then yeah. it I uh, actually, tells you where that's... Thomas Jefferson buried his vape juice. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting that you mentioned that, Mike, because I actually subscribe to a reading of national treasure as the Constitution. So it's my belief that the founding document of the United States is the film National Treasure Mm -hmm. starring Nicolas Cage. So I can think of no anti, no argument against that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess I was just kind of coming to you guys for help, but it sounds like you've kind of turned on me. It seems like you are, well, I was, you are the bigots that I'm, that I'm worried about dealing with. I guess turned on suggests Change and I've always been against you. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you know, Thanksgiving's coming up, Jordan. Sure. Yeah. I was thinking of coming over to your house to come out as someone who doesn't like you or your lifestyle. Oh, okay. Because uh, we've known each other now for about 15 years. And this and- is before, I mean, because up until now, you, to the best of my knowledge, didn't know I was living that vape life. <laughs> That's true, but there's certain things about you that always say are a little vapey. (laughs) (laughs) You have a kind of a green apple vibe. Sure. You know what I mean? No, that's fair. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I'm, I've always been And I'm always you. putting things in my mouth that I've previously put into a USB port. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> I listen to Bullseye because it gives me all the information on things that I know I want to know about, but it also gives me inside information on things that I didn't even know I wanted to know about, such as music, arts, movies, people I should be connected with, people that I end up connecting with thanks to Bullseye. Bullseye is your guide to what's good from MaximumFun.org and NPR. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, living that vape life. Mike Royce, the bald Avenger. <laughs> it's true. Took me a week. Yeah. I've been listening to all the name stuff. I mean, there are, I mean, oof, God, sorry, I don't want to be this guy, <laughs> but I don't know if you're talking about Marvel's Avengers. There are a few bald Avengers. 
Wait, what Avengers are bald? Kojak. Kojak. Yeah. I guess I'm thinking specifically of the Vision. No, the actual Marvel. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. <laughs> what other Avengers are bald? Uh, yeah, that's about it. And Dabney Coleman. <laughs> You're right. Anthony Edwards. Sure. Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards. Sure. He's in the second tier, mm-hmm. I think. Sure. Elliot Spitzer. Yeah. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so, or is this something else where you avenge bald people? That's That was, you know, I'm sort of hoping to get that, that kind of, that character going. Yes. Okay. Elliot yeah. Spitzer is a mutant whose special power is shooting himself in the foot. <laughs> Oh, we have fun. Doing a lot of political humor this week on Jordan (laughs) Sure, yeah. Hey, we just, I, we had some, I, this whole day, I've been here in Max Fund World Headquarters shooting the first ever MaximumFun.org video series. Yeah, I mean, I came in today. I mean, usually it's pretty quiet when I come in here. We tape this on a Saturdays. Yeah. uh, On a Saturday? On a Saturdays? Anyway, pluralize that for On them Saturdays. On them Saturdays. We tape them on them Saturdays. Yeah. Um... And uh, usually it's pretty quiet around here. And when I came in today, hot set. It was a hot set. Sure. Mike, mics were live. Mm-hmm. Cameras were rolling. Yep. Slates were being slated. Uh, we had some baleadas. That's like a Honduran uh, quesadilla. Mm-hmm. Um, some uh, uh, empanadas. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, a Honduran hot pocket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were having a lot of fun here. Yeah, no, Brian Fernandez, mm-hmm. uh, our producer, Sonny D., uh, often heard laughing through the window. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he's shaking his head. No more. He, we got in trouble on Reddit. Some people were really angry about Brian's laughing off microphone on Reddit. Oh, interesting. We're gonna, Brian's going to try not to laugh anymore. Wait, wait. I just got to. People were angry about that. Yeah, people were angry about it. Just because, because <sighs> Brian, I found it very endearing. Yeah, so that's my vote. Well, Brian is a happy guy who loves to laugh, and that's one of the reasons. Brian's got a great life. Yeah. <laughs> When I think about who I know who's got a great life, yeah. Brian comes to who mind. Who doesn't want to sit outside a box and listen to assholes talk? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, it's so many people's dream. Well, he's got a beautiful fiance. That's true. So those two things, I mean, those two things add mm-hmm. up to... Right away, you're ahead. I mean, come on. We A weekly front row seat to hear America's <laughs> dumbest assholes. <laughs> and then you get to go home to a beautiful lady. Hey, sweetheart, guess what I did today? I listened to three assholes prattle on about nada, zip, <laughs> zilch, no content, 90 minutes. And then people on Reddit said I was the <laughs> asshole. Yeah. They complained about me. They were upset that I was laughing at the jokes. Wait, so people, I think, are disoriented because Brian laughs and they don't can't tell where the laugh is coming from because oh. he does not have a microphone. Uh, I think it's in the grand tradition of, you know, the the show with no studio audience with the you know, the people who are in the studio when they're laughing then you yeah, know something's we're, funny. We're Joel McHale. Yes. Right? right? Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe Mike, I mean, you've seen kind of TV trends kind of come and go. I mean, but I mean, maybe this is indicative of the kind of larger tw- trend away from multicam sitcoms and toward Into a more kind of naturalistic cam. Sure. Yeah, the, you, or the the fact that people have started to hate comedy so much that there's only an audience of one for everything. That's true, yes. Mike, can I ask you a question? <laughs> With Enlisted, now Enlisted was a really funny show. Thank you. Yeah, Enlisted um, was great. Really great show, uh, ran, uh, ran one season on the Fox Network. Yes. Um, did you, like later on in that first season, it was a single camera show, 
did you consider a Brian-like figure? Like, did you consider recording the editor is, laughing as he edited? Oh, my God. This is or such... just playing it for a guy. Right, Just right. a guy and not miking him that closely. This, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. This obviously right. would have saved the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, was the, that was the thing. You had those three handsome, talented, funny stars. That wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. We got to get one guy laughing sort of in the background. It's uh, I I'm for it. That's all I want to say. Anyway. You know, I know Reddit can be a place that. Uh, well, it's can... one of those things. I think people also. Mo- I think most people who listen to our program <laughs> like it when we eat weird foreign candies. Mm-hmm. Some people it nauseates them, <laughs> and so we try and respect the people that it nauseates. Right. And Brian is going to try and from this point forward, he's going to do his best not to enjoy our work. <laughs> now that having been said. Brian is the one of the stars of this video series. Mm-hmm. We just shot the pilot today, and we we shot some some additional material. It's called Brian and Lindsay will totally eat that. Okay, before you describe it, I just yeah. want to uh, apologize real quick. I mean, I actually didn't know we were having this initiative for you know kind of Brian trying to right. keep it keep it a little more quiet. Before I came in, I gave him a book of Dilbert comics. Oh, jeez. He's going to be cracking up. Oh, jeez. He's going to be cracking up. Oh, man. He's worked in a workplace? Yeah, he has. Oh, boy. Space them out. Space them out. Do not yeah, sorry, them Brian. I know once. it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, don't waste them. Don't oh, waste man. those Dilberts. Oh, Brian, can I give you just a quick tip just for not laughing? If you see somebody with pointy hair, skip that one because you're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. Is... It's going to be funny. Ill-equipped. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you were saying the video series. So uh, Brian and Lindsay Pavlis, who's our donor relations coordinator and is also the producer of Wham Bam Pow, uh, they eat all any kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Just whatever I throw at them. I yeah. was literally throwing food at them. <laughs> <laughs> so the rule is I throw it at them and then they have to eat it and then they decide whether it's yummy or crummy. Oh. That's the, the system we decided It's a fun dichotomy. We realized that we had not picked a, a dichotomy going in, so we just put it on Twitter. That was the best we could come up that, with. That's, I can't believe that was still out there. It seems like someone would have – that's perfect. Nomit or vomit was one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nom, nom, nomit. Is that pronounced nom, nom, nom? Yeah, I think you're pronouncing that right. Wouldn't it be nom, nom, nom? Uh, I mean, I think it – it's specifically referencing the sound a cat makes when it eats. A cat goes nom, nom, nom. nom. nom, 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 nom. Yeah. Nom, 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 nom. It's kind of like that. I mean, it's not that pronounced, but I mean. To be so put the last 20 seconds on a loop forever. That's all. Nom, 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 nom. Anyway, yeah, so that's been, we had, we literally had like a 10-person crew in here. Yeah, totally. This was super exciting. We're going to, we're going to do a Kickstarter for it in January, so. I just wanted to mention it so people can get ready to support it in January because I think we're going to need a lot of Jordan Jesse Go fans who already know and love Sonny D to support this thing because these aren't celebrities. No. This isn't Mike Royce. <laughs> this isn't the bald Avenger. Uh, it isn't, yeah. It isn't the lowest bar ever set for <laughs> personality of any kind. No. I mean, let's be honest. Brian is a snooze. This guy is a zero. <laughs> yeah. And Lindsay, don't get me started on Lindsay. Lindsay's worse than a snooze. Sure. This whole show is a disaster. <laughs> I want the wow. reason we need your money is to try and I guess hire Michael creative Bay people. Yeah. I don't know, uh, writers, just someone to make it less horrible. Just to puff it up into something watchable. Into something <laughs> like Emerald Lagasse maybe. <laughs> Do they have that? Do they have the well a BAM or something? What like that I was thing? hoping is that at least oh, we yeah. could license. No, you're right. At least we could use the money to license BAM. 
license ban. That's a good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's not using it at the moment. I'm have you ever thought right. about... Not since the sitcom got canceled. That's you like th- you're rebooting Emerald Lagasse. And, yeah. You know, oh, maybe that's yeah. how you should pitch it, is a reboot of Emerald. Yeah. Oh. That's a nice way to... Ca- I mean, people are crazy about reboots. Do you think yep. we need Emerald's permission, or is that in the public domain? <laughs> yeah, it's Emerald sitcom in uh, Camp Town Races. You can base it on either one of those. <laughs> Here's an alternative question. Should we, because Emerald Lagasse may control the rights to his likeness, mm-hmm. use something that's in the public domain? Uh, like, sure. What if we base it on Aesop's fables? Oh, I like that. Like the story of the donkey who saw uh, who wanted to, ham the donkey who <laughs> had a box of larry the cable guy beer bread thrown oh, okay. at him sure yeah yeah and had to eat it because of the rules of the show mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah anyway it was fun it was fun it was a hot set it sounds like a hot set it was very like... impressive i walked into it, it was very impressive thank you mike yeah the and, room. You, and you know a little something about television sets I'm on my way out of show business but you've sure got, you've got a couple fine. of television sets at your own home <laughs> I do. as a matter of fact i do yes uh speaking of uh larry the cable guy yep. and uh people who would appeal to that demographic mm-hmm. uh, i don't think i've mentioned this when i was in new york i ate at guy fieri's restaurant did oh. you now yes the Legendary guys, American kitchen and bar in the Times Square. Yeah, the one that got the kind of epically bad yes. New York Times review. Oh, yeah. Now Guy Fieri is Santa Cruz's most no Sacramento. He's like San Jose's San Jose's <laughs> most famous celebrity chef. Yeah, one of the lesser Northern California places uh-huh. is where Guy Fieri is. He's known for his frosted tips. Mm-hmm. Uh, is his rock and roll attitude. Rock and roll attitude. Would you say he's a rude dude? Oh, definitely. When you're what? talking about tudes. Does does he have a crude tude? No, it's not a crude tude. It's more of like a like a, a dude shade tude. T- a dude tude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or a food tude. Or a, <laughs> or a food he makes food. Or a snood tude. <laughs> he he loves browser Oh, it's he loves browser games. <laughs> <laughs> he loves browser knockoffs of bust a move. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> while you were in New York City, you went. Where is it? Times Square. It's Times Square. Um, so you had to visit Times Square. Number one, you, you had to got visit it. Times when Square. you're in New York, you gotta visit. That's where the action is. It's where the locals are hanging with the townies. Mm-hmm. Sure, the video screens, advertisements, mm-hmm. TGI Friday, TRL Live, popular characters. Giving a shout out to Carson. Big shout out to CD. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I mean, it was one of those things where, like, I, you know, I always kind of had a, you know, a notion that, like, oh, in New York, when I, you know, when I'm in New York, it would be fun to eat at one of those kind of gaudy Times Square, the Bubba Gump monstrosities. Shrimp, shrimp comp- company, is yeah, that, yeah, uh, Bubba Gump, yeah. yeah, yeah, Bubba Gump, a uh, Red Lobster. Can I say one thing about sure. Carson Daly? Mm-hmm. He is the cover man on this month's Southwest Airlines magazine. Ooh, Horizons. Congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, Carson. Yeah, you've made it. Totally. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jordan. Um, so I always thought, but you know, like it's hard to justify that because New York is just like such an amazing place for food. Right. You know, it's hard to say like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to waste a meal doing something that's, you know, maybe more as a goof than it is. Because you could be in Brooklyn eating at one of the over 500 restaurants where they listen to Jordan Jesse go in the kitchen. Sure, exactly. Um, there's one of those. Yeah. And you know, you've got your, you've got your hipster stuff. You've got your fancy stuff. You've got your delicious local street foods. Sure. Um, get a halal meat. Absolutely. Um, nuts for nuts. Yeah. Sometimes I have that as a meal. Why not? 
Roast uh, them chestnuts. That's what I say. But I had kind of a long. That's the reason for the season. Yeah, yeah. Roasted chestnuts. Hashtag, hashtag roasted nuts. Although if there's an get open, at us on Vine. If there's an open fire, that's a concern in a street food. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you definitely want to cover that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I was I was there for kind of a long stay, so I could kind of justify like, okay, I can do one. You know, I can do one like this just out of curiosity. And uh, for the for the show I work for, we did a segment goofing on Guy Fieri food. So it kind of felt like research a little bit. Sure. Take that off your taxes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I could yeah. totally write that off. That was um, – have, have, In the audit they say, uh, I see you have a $19 uh, deduction for jalapeno poppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, what is Cabo Wabo <laughs> exactly? <laughs> uh, Mike, have you – had a Guy Fieri meal, or do you are you you're kind of familiar with his deal? I am familiar because my wife is a super Food Network addict, ah. and he is the guy who is on when she turns the channel to the cooking channel, <laughs> okay, <laughs> or vice versa. Sure. So she's not a, but she watches him sometimes. But yes, I see him in passing. Okay, now I'm Jordan, aware of the legend. I, I'm not familiar with him. I come from public media. Sure. <laughs> How would you compare him to Christopher Kimball? Uh, I mean, very similar. Okay. But just uh, worse. How frugal would you say his gourmand? <laughs> oh, I would not very frugal at all. Not very frugal? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So. Would you say he can cook? Like Mar- <laughs> yeah. Yan? Yes. <laughs> He's a kind of a Yan type figure because okay. he can cook. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. He's a Yan like character. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um,. And yeah, so I was kind of like bracing myself for something that like Big Bird. Is he like Big Bird? <laughs> He's at a all? lot like Big Bird. Just okay. like a giant child. Thank he you. has the child's perspective. That's why people I think that's why kids love Guy Fieri's mm-hmm. Diners, Drive Ins and Dives so much, is because they can relate to him. Charlene Hunter Galt. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're well, I'm Go ahead. I can't play anymore. <laughs> um So yeah, I was kind of bracing myself for something, you know, a, you know. Terrible, an, an, or, an ordeal. Food. Yeah, yeah, a like, trial. Yes, um, but a, it's going to be. Don't you have to figure it's like uh, TGI Fridays or something, right? Yeah. They, don't you think they've tested it out pretty well? That, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess. So, the, I mean, I guess how I was just going on the New York Times right. review. You're um, expecting a, a a pile of overdone, yeah, saucy. Just sure. everything for like trying to be the frosting of the yeah cake, exactly always. now you know I think there are you know when you're talking about chain restaurants the you know the or casual eateries right. I guess the you know it's a it's a it's a slim it's a it's a razor's edge between kind of fun and delicious and terrible like right you know I enjoy a, a Chili's from time to time but the one time I ate it app I mean the Applebee's thing was basically unfinishable that I had. Applebee's is pretty dire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was Outback kind of— Outback Steakhouse is fine. Yeah, totally. One Absolutely. One time I was on a business trip, and uh, my boss took me out to Outback Steakhouse. It was fun. You know what? Fucking Bloomin' Onion, their most famous dish. Delicious. Yeah, it's really good. That's God's... why it's so famous. Yeah. It's and it's eight, yeah, it's eighteen hundred calories. Don't eat the whole thing. Yeah, you're not supposed to. Have a few, have a few blooms. Get some friends. Have asshole. some petals. Jesus. Yeah, and don't just drink the whole thing of cheese. That's dip be yourself. The blooming onion for one. <laughs> Saddest. <laughs> that should be their slogan. Get some friends, asshole. <laughs> but they say it in like a positive way. Get the, some friends, asshole. Yeah. You know, Mate, get some friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blimey, <laughs> kookaburra. Yeah. Hello, hello. There you go. <laughs> I'm from Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> where's 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 me blooming onion? 
So, Guy Fieri's restaurant, tacky but not as tacky as I wanted it to be. Okay, what kind of tacky was it? Uh, I mean, it was a, I expected there to be just a ton of shit on the walls. Mm-hmm. There was not a ton of shit on the walls. What was on the walls? Uh, the craziest thing was a pair of jeans in a frame signed by the lead singer of Foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a hard rock cafe that went bankrupt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they found a, a an abandoned hard rock cafe that was full of transients and raccoons. I feel like they found an abandoned uh, an abandoned hard rock cafe that a number of people had found already before they found it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like uh, all the yeah. like all the. Kiss outfits are gone. <laughs> All that's left is a the guy from Foreigner's jeans. jeans in a frame. They were tiny too. He's got a, he's a small waisted oh, man. Really? The lead singer of Foreigner. Yeah, oh. I was. I mean, rocking. I would guess twenty eight. Hmm. Twenty eight waist. We got this fog hat base. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and there is one room that is like the rock and roll room. There are kind of some sub themes within the, the restaurant. There's the rock and roll room, and then there's like a um, a car area that's devoted to guys' love of cars, hot rods. Guys, but like are the tables cars. cars and stuff like that? Or? Uh, there's just a lot of pictures of cars on the wall oh, okay. and like some of the, you know, there's some car Are imagery. there any like uh, beds shaped like cars? <laughs> no, that's just, those are just in the room, uh, the rooms of the world's coolest 10-year-olds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking of a cool 10-year-old's bedroom. Gotcha. A very good boy. <laughs> um, get us on Vine, everybody. Yeah. Um. Hashtag Vine. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, Hashtag and, football. Phone. And the the funny thing about the funny thing about the rock and roll room was that it had you know like a vintage Pink Floyd tour poster, and you know like uh, Jimi Hendrix, um, the Who. Mm. It's like you know pictures and like fr- framed records from the Who, but then just Kid Rock and the guy from Smash Mouth, like <laughs> next yeah. to them, because yeah. to Guy Fieri these are the same. They're all the same. Yeah, isn't he friends with the guy from Smash Mouth? He did a. There's he a better be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Right? How is that not? Yeah, they're both San Jose's uh, premier um, uh, fat guys with rock and roll attitudes. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, there's a there's a video online where Guy Fieri hosts. An eating challenge where the guy from Smash Mouth uh, tries to eat a lot of eggs. Oh, how so, many eggs does he try to eat? Oof, a ton. He doesn't quite hard do boiled it. eggs. Uh, this is like a giant scramble. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this isn't this is the rules are Paul, sketchy. This isn't a Paul Newman situation. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's not. It's not a Cool Hand Luke. Gotcha. It is a fat guy tips. <laughs> I, I I would submit that Smash Mouth should start a restaurant and Guy Fieri should start a band. I don't I, Yeah, I don't sure. They're basically the same thing. You sure. know what I right think now. they sh- they could just do? The ma- the singer from Smash Mouth and Guy Fieri could just if they got bored could just switch roles yeah, just, and not tell anybody. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like a Freaky Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they make a magical wish. I don't think to become a would, similar man. I don't think what a, anyone would notice if if Guy Fieri was the one going, "Hey, now you're a star." Da, 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 sure. da, 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 da. They would just ride that right out. That yeah. people would like, just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. It would have to be a pretty hardcore Smash Mouth fan not to know the difference. Sure. Um, and the nachos, same thing. Yeah. Let me just put a bunch of sour cream on top. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Boom. You know? Yeah. Uh, I had a um, a Sammy Hagar themed cocktail. Oh, uh, some of their some of the food items are named after guys' rock and roll heroes. Now, what's what's his nickname? The Red Lion, the Red Rocker, 
The Red Robin? <laughs> yeah, the Red Robin. <laughs> uh, I feel like Guy Fieri, though, he, it's weird that he's sort of appropriating, like, the rock and roll thing. Like, he's just like, oh, I have a theme restaurant, but I kind of got to get into the hard rock. Like, it, it, kinda, it, it seems like he's, he's, he's appropriating other people's themes what, without well, he permission. he rocks pretty hard. I think what Guy would Granted. tell you, what Guy would tell you is that it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of like an intertextualization thing. Like, it's... What they are doing on their instruments, he is doing with on the grill, ranch dressing, and porks. <laughs> All right, so I, I think, buy that. Yeah, I think Guy Fieri is trying to capture the spirit of America. Mm-hmm. That's why you got a, you got the cars room, probably with a '57 Chevy and sure. some hot rods and stuff. Sweet chassis. You got the rock and roll room, right? Yeah, the legacy of slavery room. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> the America's dark past room where you yeah. go to reflect. Yeah. The last to fill up when it's crowded, but still it's there. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to seat you we're in America's you dark in past. The War of 1812 yes. room. Mm-hmm. Sure. The French and Indian War room. Um, <laughs> the Trail of Tears. The French. called the Trail of Beers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the French and Indian War themed menu item is uh, milkshake. And uh, the description is, this is a milkshake. Did you know that the French and Indian War was a war where we fought the French and the Indians, not a war where the French and the Indians fought each other? <laughs> Just a fun fact. Yeah. It's a clarifying fact. Yeah. Uh, so I had a Sammy Hagar-themed rum drink. Uh, which I don't usually like, but I thought I would. I mean, I, my thing is like, I'm here, just order the most ridiculous thing. Like, order the... Doesn't Sammy Hagar have his own tequila? He does, he, and he has his own casual eatery, too. He is the Cabo Wabo Cantina. But so he's just willing to oh, it's all it's it's all colliding. Every <laughs> personality, every rock and roll personality is now have a has a restaurant with some sketchy food in it. Sure. Uh so yeah, I mean I guess Sammy, yeah, thought that you know, yeah, obviously this is maybe a little bit damaging to his brand, but not damaging to the brand, but I mean it's taking away a little bit of sheen from the Cabo Wabo Cantina, but Kind of ultimately kind of feeds the beast, you know? I would like to visit a Times Square restaurant owned by, you know, like Bonnie Prince Billy. Sure. Sufian Stevens. Yeah, like a really credible <laughs> pitchfork darling. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun. That would Ariel be a lot of Pink. fun. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the replacements Ari- open up a... Yeah, sure, yeah. to see what happens. Hey, Paul Westerberg, I, yeah. I want to see what your take on sweet <laughs> hey, potato hey, fries hey, is. Hey, Jordan. Ariel Pink's Haunted Linguini. Terrific. Love it. Thank you. It's Thank a, you. yeah. Thank it's you. like a, like an Olive Garden. Champion! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, TV on the ravioli. <laughs> <laughs> I guess these are more Italian places. I guess yeah, we don't need sure. more. You can't go wrong. People love Italian. People love Italian. They food. do, yeah. Red, t- red check tablecloths. Mm-hmm. Uh, Singing tight waiters. Black, tight black jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so so far you you had this dissonant cocktail. harmonies. Yeah, uh, you've had this cocktail. I've had this cocktail. What kind of cocktail was it? Uh, it is rum based uh, and was kind of a um, kind of a mojito like thing, but not quite. It was a riff on a mojito, I would call it. Oh, um, that sounds fun. It's like a classic with a twist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for a new generation, gotcha. Say your grandpa's mojito. Gotcha. <laughs> Fuck you, grandpa. By the way, even though Sammy my- Hagar probably is. <laughs> Because these are, these men are very old. <laughs> and my grandpa was Ernest Hemingway, known oh, for enjoying Mojitos. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Uh, so yeah, and I don't know who came up with this recipe, if it was Guy or Sammy. Unclear from looking at the menu. Okay. I don't know if this was... Okay, I was unclear if this was Guy's tribute to Sammy uh-huh. or a something that Sammy came up with as kind of like a guest track. Were there other rockers on the menu? Funny you should mention that, Jesse. Or other celebrity chefs. I, uh, for my entree, I ordered the Motley Q ribs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the so name? So it's a sketch. You went to a Yes, I went to a comedy sketch. A sketch. I went to, yeah, exactly. What's the name of the woman who's a celebrity chef? She's a British woman, and she had the cocaine in her handbag. Nigella Lawson. Nigella Lawson. Thank you, Brian. Yes. Brian chimed in on our headphones with Nigella Lawson. Um, I would go to a her-themed restaurant. Yeah. Because of her beauty? She's very beautiful yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. I find her to be very beautiful. Sure. She is, those shows, her show is, is softcore porn, essentially. It's, I mean, yes. there's no nudity, and I, but. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, cold sweat when I watch that very program. Very seductive. Holy I feel moly. guilty when my wife walks in and sure. it's on. Can I tell you what the And you switch the TV really quick to pornography. <laughs> right. Sorry, just watching, Sorry. Just watching the bang bus, honey. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I once fed her a grape. Nigella Lawson, true story. How did Back that happen? I was on stage at a radio program. Oh. Just somebody, something came up. Somebody should feed her a grape or something. Someone should feed me a grape. I grabbed some grapes and ran on stage, fed her a grape. <laughs> I'm having such a hard time picturing this. Yeah, it's sort of hard to describe. Yeah, it I mean, a it's just a club in Berkeley on a Sunday morning. Just maybe kind of one of those in the moment things, it yeah. sounds like. I where... hope she's telling the exact same story from she her perspective. She is. On, on, the, on the stand right now at her cocaine trial. <laughs> it all started. <laughs> um, did you peel the grape first? Sort of red then she or... would have thought it was an eyeball. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, was it a red or a green grape? Do you it remember? Was a green grape. Okay, I prefer which is those. the less sexual of the two. two yeah, that's true. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's a more friendly grape. Hmm. Anyway, um, we're all just thinking about Nigella Lawson. Right now <laughs> in, yeah, in our own private <laughs> guys. <laughs> guys, I got to stop thinking about Nigella Lawson and start thinking about that new Beyonce video where she's dancing in her underpants. <laughs> <laughs> guys. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to be the comedy police here, but I don't think we should be telling grape jokes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Once again, with the political correctness. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Trigger warning for everyone who's had a bad experience with a grape. <laughs> um, Choked on a grape or whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or stuck your hand into a bowl of peeled grapes. And, and thought it was eyeballs, eyeballs and ran out of the Halloween party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I had the Motley Q ribs. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the Hagar the, the Hagar cocktail the Hagar mojito, both fucking delicious. Really, the ribs were exceptionally good. Exceptionally, they were so, so tasty. Yeah, they. I mean, they had a nice like they had a nice like thick char on them. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, a very sweet sauce, as you might imagine. I'm shocked to hear that. I know, right? Um, Would you say the sauce was a riff on the mojito? Yeah, definitely. It was a mojito-based sauce. Uh, The mojito, actually, oddly enough, uh, was uh, was not appallingly sweet. It was kind of it was it was pretty subtle. Oh, yeah. It had a it had some cucumber infusion in it, so it was you know wasn't like just freshness. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't just syrup. It was uh, refreshing, and I could I could see myself drinking one chilling poolside. Wow. Yeah, and the uh, Cabo specifically. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you got to go to Cabo. Uh, Yeah, but I say like the ribs were. A, a triumph of texture. Wow. They were so pleasurable to so, bite into. Like, I can close my eyes and so think about. charred on the outside, doughy on the inside? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it was really, really good. Sort of, what, what I really love 
is when you get that you get that crisp feeling of the char, mm-hmm. and then that soft, creamy interior. <laughs> exactly that almost li- that liquid interior. Yeah, and you got to fry them twice to make it to get that. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There you go. It was a com- it was a complicated meal. You didn't have any desserts. You didn't have any sides. Did not have a dessert. Did, were you there with anybody? Do they have any desserts or sides? Yeah, um, we shared uh, garlic fries. Okay, which were which are very good. I mean, kind of unremarkable, but just super tasty. Sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there we go. No, no dessert. Uh, pretty pretty full. Was it the best meal you had while you were in New York? Uh, no, it was not, but uh, exceptionally good. You could have said yes. It would have made the podcast better. Oh, do you want to take that again? <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and take it again, mm-hmm. uh, Brian. No matter what you do, don't forget to make this edit. Okay. Yeah. The audience is definitely not hearing this right now. Because if we make this, if you make this edit right, all the idiot assholes who listen to this program. Oh, gosh, I hate those people. Oh, my God, I can't stand (laughs) them. I'm so glad we're editing this out, too, because I don't want those jerks to know what dicks they are. Good news is they're dumb as rocks. We're basically talking to rocks. Uh, Yeah. Just remember to edit this out, Brian, because we do not want our true opinions of our fans to sneak out, okay? And I think grape jokes are funny. There, I'm saying it. Yeah. Oh, boy. See, now here's the thing. We got we got Mike here. Yeah. We don't know what he thinks. This guy's made network television programs. Sure. This guy made the, the best family sitcom of the last 25 years. Sure. All me. <laughs> anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> Deborah. Hey, That's a fun. What are we? What's. Yeah. Did you? Oh, did you? I imagine you. Came away from the show with a Ray Romano uh, impression. We, we all came away with terrible Ray Romano impressions. Yes, <laughs> but you do slip into his voice. Like a, you know. I can't. I literally can't look at yogurt without thinking of his bit about can uh, about uh, his wife sending him downstairs to check out a noise, and sure. then while you're there, could you bring could you bring f- me some yogurt? Actually, either way, could you bring yeah. me some yogurt? Either that, way, uh, get the uh, hey. <laughs> there you go. Right. It's as good as anybody's. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, uh, Brian, you've edited all this out. This okay. is all just a digression that Brace has edited out. So was it the best meal that you had in New York? Absolutely. There you go. Great show. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Mike Royce, the bald guardian. We do have oh, like that. a sp- guardian I like I because just, I felt- Avenger could be... <clears throat> That's a little cruel. Right. It's a little dark. I sure. wanted to sort of make it more positive. And obviously the movie's doing very well. Yeah. Absolutely. There's certainly no popular movies that contain the word Guardian. No. Exactly. You're hey, safe there. We have a sponsor this week. Hey, I'd love to hear about it. Scythe. Uh, Scythe is a, an encrypted messenge, messaging. messaging. Mm-hmm. If you, if if you, you want, want to send, send un, a message. Uncropted. Un, un, un Messange. <laughs> if you want to send something to Deborah Messing, <laughs> this is the app. He says your direct link to Messing. Um, anyway, you know, I, people. <laughs> You're great. You should work more. Jordan, anyway, send. Jordan, you probably have this problem. I I have a lot of problems. So people listening on, on your conversations. Oh my god. So yeah, your mom mm-hmm. listens in on all your on, on, on all your aim aim conversa- aim, aim yeah. convos. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Brian Fernandez does. Yep. He's looking for clues as to what's going to happen on next week's show so we can get ready. Sure. <laughs> Try not to laugh. Uh-huh. He, what Brian does is he watches all your IM conversations oh. to check to see if anything's funny happening to you so that he'll be used to it by the time you talk I about it. it so that yeah. when you talk about it, he won't laugh behind <laughs> the screen. <laughs> um, anyway, Scythe is a next-generation messenger app that delivers cryptography to the masses, making privacy the new status quo. It is uh, free. 
There are no advertisements. Hey. Um, and you don't have to ask the other person to install anything. So they don't need a platform for this. It is <clears throat> one click, and the two of you are having a an encrypted conversation. A conversation so encrypted that to crap a, to crap <laughs> to crap a single psych message, to crack a single psych message key, even using the fastest supercomputer in the world, it would still take longer. Than the age of the universe. Holy cow! This sounds like an amazing technology. I mean, when we're talking about the fastest supercomputer in the world, I mean, we're talking about what? Talking about a Cray, right? Yeah, probably a Cray supercomputer mm-hmm. or possibly Deep Blue. <laughs> sure, IBM's Deep. One Blue. of those chess champion computers, anyway. <laughs> sure. That. What about that computer from War Games? That yeah. the one that talks with uh, Matthew Broderick or whoever's the star <laughs> of that. Is that Matthew yeah, you Broderick? Got it. Yeah. Uh, it's at Syph.com, C-Y-P-H dot com. And if you go to Syph.com slash JJGo, you'll be bumped up to the top of the invite list for early access of the next version of Syph. Yeah, and we're super excited to be hooked up with Syph because they are big Jordan Jesse Go fans, uh, in addition to being big fans of, uh, you know, of 128-bit symmetric ephemeral keys and perfect forward secrecy. I'd uh, go to Syph.com slash JJGo if I were you. Yeah. We also got something up on the Jumbotron. Hen House Hustle is a live-action anime parody. It follows the story of Tristan, a young and aimless otaku. His life changes forever when he makes a wish that his life was more like his favorite anime show, Mango Mango Me. Um, (laughs) A mysterious man overhears him, and suddenly he inherits an apartment building full of beautiful women, each embodying certain anime tropes. (laughs) Um, they are trying to raise money to produce this thing. Everything goes to paying the actors, feeding the cast and crew, materials to build the sets and costumes. Uh, they are on Indiegogo at bit.ly slash henhustle. That's bit.ly slash henhustle. You can also go to bit.ly slash Jesse will almost certainly not get any of the jokes in the entire thing. <laughs> uh, and they encourage you to come join the sexy fun. Go ahead. Come join the sexy go fun. Go join the sexy fun. Come on, join the sexy it's fun. It's fun. And it's sexy. <laughs> If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org. If you're a listener, you want to get up one time, share your message on the Jumbotron, whether it's a birthday wish or a plug for a project or whatever, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's cheap. It's easy. It's fun. Come and join the sexy fun. Come join the sexy fun. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Mike Royce, the bald guardian. I feel guarded. I feel safe with mm-hmm. Mike here. I feel like I'm that entombed in a, in a tub of honey. There you go. Just That's like what I'm entombed in. Yeah, sarcophagus of honey. <laughs> ready, yeah, ready to meet Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is. Take me home, sweet Anubis. <laughs> did you know they replaced the body juices and filled the body cavities with honey? Oh, yeah, they did do that. That huh? was a thing, right? Yeah, I think so. After they Sawdust. pulled the brains out through the nose with a hook. Mm-hmm. Not important <laughs> to the Egyptians. Yeah. They had a whole system. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's, yeah. It's good to have a system. They Would just you... did whatever the aliens told them to do. <laughs> That's confirmed? That's been confirmed. Okay. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> I think having a system helps. Mm-hmm. Look at Phil Jackson. 
Sure. You know, that guy's got like five championship rings because he's got that <laughs> triangle offense. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one understands except him. So the Egyptians, like pulling the sure. brain out through the nose with a hook, that was like their version of the triangle offense. It's about ball movement. <laughs> so uh, when how some... does LeBron James enter into all this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he doesn't know. Okay, he's outside. He's not at all. He point forward. Gotcha. Okay, sure. Point forward. He plays point forward. So uh, I want to mention one other thing. It, as people listen to this, it will either be imminent or have just happened that Max Funcon tickets will have gone on sale. Whoa! The day after Thanksgiving is the day that Max Funcon tickets will be available for you to purchase. Max Funcon 2015 is June 12th through 14th. Uh, Jordan will be there. I will be there. Uh, our colleagues at Maximum Fun, I don't ever give out the... Uh, uh, I don't ever Line give up. out the lineup ahead of time, but I'll say um, that they're like family to each other. In a literal sense, they're literally our family to each other, and they're at maximum fun. Tantalizing. <laughs> Infantilizing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, tickets go on sale at maxfuncon.com. Uh, so, go there, buy your tickets. Uh, is the best fun you will ever have. And if you do want to go, like, get your tickets because a lot of times they, are, they sell out within a few weeks. So, um, maxfuncon.com is the place to go. Now, let's talk about momentous occasions, Jordan. Boom. Mike, I don't know if anything momentous has ever happened to you before. No. <laughs> but um, but when something momentous happens to you at some point in the future, we'll have you call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. <laughs> let's go to the tape. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guest. Uh, my name is Heather, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. And I was just driving on uh, my way to work this morning, and I passed a pickup truck that uh, had a trailer attached to it. Uh, but on the back window of the pickup truck, it had uh, letters, stickers, and they spelled out, Jesus squeezes. And in the trailer also, there was a porta potty And somehow, in my brain, of course, because these are the same thing going together, the Jesus squeezes and the porta potty just goes together, and it just made the Jesus squeezes even weirder. And I don't know what that means. Um, thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. Juice squeeze. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think she, what she envisioned was Jesus pooping. But what having, I'm having in, a hard time pooping. Well, you're right, yes, I mean, having a yeah, having some trouble. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, Which technically, I mean, there's no record of that in the scripture. But it doesn't mean it, it didn't happen. There you go. It could have happened during the lost years. He he had some bad stuff happen to him. I don't know why he would be exempted from that. Right. Exactly. I mean, who knows? Maybe it's in the Gnostic Gospels. Sure. <laughs> Timothy maybe, could have written about it. Maybe that. you can find it in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Some kind of Mormon thing. Sure. <laughs> Those golden discs under that tree. Yeah. Maybe when he was here helping the Native Americans, yeah. he was also having some intestinal distress. Sure. Too much pemmican. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Too much fry bread. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. I, yeah, but I think what is really going on is that this person is part of some sort of um, religious juice bar. Yeah. Some sort of, like, evangelical juice bar. Or just convenience beverages. Uh-huh. I mean, do you remember a juice squeeze where you could you twist it off the top and then you squeeze it into your mouth? Is it A squeeze it? Is that a squeeze it? Yeah. I think a, a juice, juice squeeze? squeeze is like a sparkling water thing. It's oh, like a yeah, that's flavored... like a crystal geyser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about squeeze-its then. Sure. 
What that about seems, him? That seems more like a Jesus type thing. Yeah, I agree with you. Do you think it's convenient holy water, perhaps, you know, for the progressive well, if he, church? He freshly maybe, squeezed holy water. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. he went ahead and blessed it. <laughs> I should hope that yeah. all the all the beverages they're serving Maybe somebody thinks that holy water is you squeeze Jesus and, you know, until, until, when, yeah. whatever sweat comes out, I guess. Sure. Oh, yeah. It could, be, could have a little bit of his sweat in it. Hey, guys, just going backwards for a second, mm-hmm. get a load of this. Hey, talk about holy shit. Thanks. So you're going Thanks, backwards guys. in every Just sense. Moving backwards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just comically, emotionally. Yeah. Let's infantilize this yeah, a little just, bit. Yeah, tantalizing, infantilizing. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think it's it's you know having some sort of religious cold pressed juice is a great idea. I mean, it keeps you regular. Um, you know, That's... you get a lot of nutrients without a ton of sugar, and you can use it to kill a vampire. I don't should want to one <laughs> should one attack. I don't need to see any more stickers on the back windows of trucks. Yeah, you're over it. I don't want to see pic- outlines of your family as cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Calvin peeing on anything. It's pretty much the truck just says it right there. You're yeah. kind of ninety percent. I get. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. You know. I'm a truck truck person. Of a truck. <laughs> Look at my giant truck. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. The thing that I most don't want to see is it's a, the outlines of your family, mm-hmm. but it also has a like a theme, like a Star Trek oh, outlines sure, but of your family yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. or like Packers outlines of your family <laughs> or just whatever. Just, I don't need it. Yeah. You know, it's great. I'll look in your truck. If I want to know what is in your family, I'll look, take a look in your truck and see what's See, see which what family members there. are there yeah. and see if they have Vulcan ears on or not. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear our next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, go. Uh, my name is Sarah. I'm a librarian in New Orleans. And I have to say, I never thought I'd be calling you, but I was just working a party at my library at which I had my photo taken with famous author Wally Lamb and Steve Gutenberg at the same time, which I thought was enough for a night until later that night, Peter from Peter, Paul, and Mary came in and asked me to call him a taxi after the party was over because he was confused about the time. So I was very excited. Anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. She lives inside a poster that says read on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, boy, I mean, I... Listen. Do people call and just describe their dreams? <laughs> yeah, they, they they describe peyote hallucinations. <laughs> we get a lot of calls from ayahuasca ceremonies. I'm, um, I'm a librarian at a library in New Orleans, hmm. and I was doing a vision quest. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. Um, great call. Yeah. Great momentous occasion. Very weird that all those people are at the same place. In a library in New in Orleans. In a library specific. in New Orleans. Look, if you called me and you said, hey, I'm I'm at the Hollywood Awards. Sure. Hollywood Awards. Honoring Hollow- Hollywood's brightest stars. Then I would say, of course. You, of course you're going to have Peter from Peter, Paul, and Mary yeah. there. And Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. Go- you got to have the Goot. I think if you're going to remake Three Men and a Baby. Right. It would be Wally Lamb. Right. Peter from Peter, Paul, and mm-hmm. Mary. And Gutenberg would sign up again. Yeah, but you gotta I, have somebody from the original cast back, or maybe I he would, can just do like a cameo at the end, like as the yeah, you know, he comes in as a yeah. A cop he's like, or I think you guys are gonna be okay, and then he flies away. <laughs> <laughs> if you're, you know, you're a Hollywood insider, you're <clears throat> sure you're remaking, you're remaking Three Men and a Baby. Let's say this is hypothetical, right, right. 
hopefully not hypothetical. This sounds like there's a lot of buzz behind it. We actually have the option. So <laughs> right. if you want to make this happen. I got my pitch ready. Let's go. <laughs> the key is we want to see a we want to see a nice long script with no jokes in it. <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's <laughs> central <laughs> to making three men into baby. But some singing. It has to my career. It has to depend completely on the charm of its stars because it contains no humor to speak of. <laughs> Uh, do you hire? Do you bring Nimoy back to direct? Oh my God, that's hilarious! Or do you have a different cast member of Star Trek <laughs> direct? Maybe yeah, somebody possibly, from TNG. Let's say Nich- Jonathan Frakes. Well, I was going to say maybe Frakes? go yeah. original cast and go Nichelle Nichols. Oh sure, that would be a wild card. George Takei, very big. Now. Yeah, George sure. Takei was in here. He's a fun guy. Yeah. I think that gets you. I think that puts you on the radar. Hmm. Yeah, he's got. A, he's get got that Comic Con audience into your yeah. three minute a baby reboot. <laughs> Maybe you should get a Ferengi. No, sure. Well, those are the guys with the bumpy heads. Does Worf direct? I think probably Worf directs. I don't know. Yeah, I know the character Worf. I, I think know his name either. I think the beard guy, the beard guy from Star Trek, he directed one of the Star Trek movies, didn't he? Yes, he Jonathan Frakes. First Contact. First oh. Contact. And the reason I know that is because I have a VHS copy of it. <laughs> and I just looked at it today for like no reason. Because I did a panel with Ron Moore who wrote it. Oh. Uh, so that's was, all random things that happened today. Was was that panel just guys who've run television shows but are unconnected in any other way? <laughs> we, there's a movie called Showrunners, which is exactly what you're describing. Oh. <laughs> a documentary about people who run shows, of which I'm a part of. And we did a thing at, uh, at uh, Meltdown Comics, and it was me and him. And we, yes, literally no connection except – uh, I went to Ithaca College and he went to Cornell. Weirdly enough, the same exact years we were in the same exact town with nothing else to and talk about. And that you have a VHS copy of First Contact. Uh, I, I mean, I think that's, a, that's as, as strong a link as any. I have the definitive any. media upon which to view First Contact. <laughs> Mike, maybe you can confirm or deny something, but I've heard that Ithaca is gorgeous. <laughs> is that the case at It all? is. I read it on the sticker on the back of a truck, as Hashtag a matter of fact. keep Austin weird. Is yeah. Virginia indeed for lovers? <laughs> Maryland is... Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no more of these. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, great call. I, you know, when a call starts, I'm a librarian and I never thought I would be calling. Oh, sure. You kind of – I was prepared for something different tonally. It does set you up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – we are the penthouse forum of the podcasts. The other day, like the, what I'm expecting, I'm a librarian. I never thought I would call into your program. But the other day, I happened to have pulled off my square black eyeglasses mm-hmm. and pulled the scrunchie out of my hair mm-hmm. and shook it over my shoulders. And the top couple of buttons of my blouse sure. happened to come undone. Mm-hmm. That's the direction we're yeah. expecting it then to go. Then in walked Steve Gutenberg. I mean, <laughs> now you got... Momentous. Now you got momentous. Yeah. Anyway, but great call. I don't mean to. I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I was just thrown for a loop. I uh, uh, some years ago I watched a television program, Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. and uh, Steve Gutenberg is on Veronica Mars. And uh, when I watched Veronica Mars, my reaction to watching Steve Gutenberg on that show was, huh. Steve Gutenberg's still really fun. Yeah. Why isn't he in more stuff? I, I, uh, uh, on another Rob Thomas production, Gutenberg cameos as himself in Party Down. Mm-hmm. And usually the, like, celebrity plays himself thing. I mean, it's it's a little played out at this point, I think. Like, you know, you play a 
version of your persona or you flip your persona in some way where like, you know like when mike was in star trek first contact yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah everybody yeah everybody knows you as a ferengi but you yeah. played a borg <laughs> yeah this was all this is this is you're describing my nightmare in terms of i could not converse with ron moore about star trek because i really don't know anything about star trek okay and so yeah i, I, was well, afraid he I guess i guess like how do you i'd be like yeah 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 no star trek how Great. do you come Kirk. to have one of the Ugh, I don't want to say lesser, but not the you know one of the not that that popular Star it, Trek movies. It's in a weird uh, from my wife's father's house where they he collected all kinds of and stuff and bequeathed it to us. And oh, that nice! Was in there and it's shrink wrapped and probably going to be on eBay very soon. Jordan, I think it's it's okay to call Star Trek: First Contact a lesser Star Trek film. I think it's generally accepted that there are two categories of Star Trek film. <laughs> There's the better Star Trek films. That's Star Trek IV, The Voyage mm-hmm. Home. And then there's the lesser Star Trek films. That's the rest of the Star Trek films. <laughs> um, so Gutenberg plays himself <laughs> on Party Down and is great. And what I think what the weird thing that they do with that episode is that he's not a weird jerk. He's not, like, coked out. He's just a real nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, he hel- and he helps everybody have a fun time. Yeah. It's really good. I'm trying to think what would be the twist on Gutenberg. Like, I don't have a full – even though I've yeah. watched a lot of Gutenberg movies – uh, what is the personality that you're? I'm not even sure. I mean, what, I guess we, if you just were affable, just, but kind of agitated, but funny, but kind of. I mean, I guess if you're starting with Police Academy, which I think is a great place to start. True, and I'm I'm kind of lacking in my Police Academy. Uh, when that he plays a party animal who right. plays by his own rules, good guy at heart, but wants to game the system. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think originally Gutenberg was kind of a Bugs Bunny type, yeah. somebody there to you know shake things up. Yeah. But I think he, as he got older, he started playing more kind of dad-like roles. Yeah. Anyway. Now he's more of a fun grandpa. Sure. <laughs> who's, had, who's had some work done. Who helps the characters oh. from Party Down to have a great time. Yeah. Let's take another call. Hey, this is Josh from Louisiana calling in with a moment of shame. I have two pet rats, and one of them just bit me on the dick. <laughs> All right. Gotta go. Where'd the other one bite you, guy? <laughs> Hopefully on the balls. Square up the butt. He yeah. sounded like he passed out immediately after saying that. Because <laughs> he's got a rat bite on he's the dick. Got... <laughs> I can only make one phone call. <laughs> it's be... This guy's losing a lot of blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who can help me? My dick has the plague now. <laughs> Jesus. Don't hold that rat so close. Uh, the, well, you got to de- – yeah, well, how did how did that scenario get – start to happen? He's naked. Let me get my rat out. He was on Let Reddit one day crotch. checking out different subreddits. Mm-hmm. Something caught his eye and he got some ideas. <laughs> I guess I guess we're just assuming he's naked. I mean it could have just bit him through the pants, right? Yeah. That's, that's a pretty severe – I got to believe he was naked. I mean I would – no, don't get me wrong, Mike. I want to believe <laughs> he's naked. What do you think the rat was wearing? <laughs> Hopefully, little swim trucks, gimp suit. Yeah, gimp suit. I know. Yeah, this was a bondage rat. I um. He should have said. Uh, I am assuming the end of that story is I have two pet rats. One of them bit me on the dick. I have one pet rat. <laughs> I immediately <laughs> throttled it to death with my dick. Yeah, I think he was wearing a robe. Okay, he just yeah. in a robe handling sounds... rats. Yeah, he's got his, he's got his rats out. That's he's... a robe activity. Sure, look. I don't mean to be rude, but this is a lonely guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's got pet rats. He's got two He's pet calling rats. podcasts. He's got two pet rats. Instead of the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> With his la- the last of his blood pressure, 
he's dialing the number 206-984-4-FUN, <laughs> which he remembers from listening to this show. He just hangs out in his robe all the time talking to his rats. Hey, little buddy, let's talk Ferengis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's What's your favorite, favorite Jonathan Frakes directed movie? <laughs> <laughs> Did Frakes direct after uh, First Contact? And then he says, and he says, oh, that's the beard guy from Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. Also, there was one lady that was on there only one year. She was blonde. And then there was Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> there you go. He just explains Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. That, by the way, was a perfect explanation of Star Trek The Next that Generation. That sounds like My... everything I knew about it, yeah. You haven't, seen the sh- you haven't seen the show. You're not that familiar with it. But basically, there was a blonde lady who was on there for one year. There was a beard guy, and then Whoopi Goldberg was on there sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty good summary. It's a pretty good summary. I feel like I don't need to watch any of them now. Yeah. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, Max Fun listeners, I'm Dave Holmes, and if you've ever laughed at the Brits for the way they say schedule or Americans for the way we keep seeing Jesus in our food, This is the show for you. International Waters, a transatlantic panel game that pits comedians in London and comedians in Los Angeles against each other in a deadly Skype-based pop culture battle royale. Every two weeks, or fortnightly, as they say in Britain, like they're better than us. Find it in iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Steel Santa. Mike Royce, the bald guardian. <laughs> Mike, wait, 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 let's say young, there's young people out there. They're interested in following your career. Okay. Probably they're I'll, – I'll accept the premise, though I don't buy it. Probably they already watched uh, Men of a Certain Age. Sure, that's your first go-to for any tween. Well, you know, well certainly a, it's a college cult, – cult, cult college classic. <laughs> they like that, they like that uh, let's all go to Vegas and get prostate exams arc. <laughs> Colonoscopies. Colonoscopies. You're welcome. Okay. Yeah. Forgive me. Yeah. They, you know what? You know what happened? Fucking young people are out there. They're watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> they're surprised that Andre Brower is funny. Yeah. And they're going back to check out Men of a Certain Age. I hope so. That I love Brooklyn Nine Nine. First of all, it's, it's very funny. It's Great show. So my Great entire show. family loves it, and we watch it. That's one of the two shows that we watch. That we I love. call it the new enlisted. That hurts my heart in mm. a good way. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, the sad thing about Men of a Certain Age is that many people who weren't, uh, that you know, the title made people think that they have to be a certain age to watch it. And then a lot of people who were not certain age watched it and then they liked it, but not enough people because they, you know, they didn't think. But yeah, what I'm trying to say in my convoluted way is if you're 20, watch it, you'll like it. And I'll the tell funny you guy from Enlisted's on there. <laughs> I'm 20. I loved it. I'm 19. I'll watch it if it's on. <laughs> well, then you won't watch it. <laughs> Which is not, I do not watch yeah. it. I should say I do not watch yeah. it. We're trying to get it streaming somewhere. But yeah, Andre, when we cast Andre on Not Enlisted Men of a Certain Age, um, we were <clears> the only thing we were afraid of, because he was, of course, America's, he's in, you know, one of like America's greatest, greatest actor. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea that you're considering Andre Brower is already ridiculous. But it was a dramedy, and so we wanted it to be funny in parts. And we went on a hunt for Andre Brower humorous moments 
from his work in hmm. the past? There were none. <laughs> there literally, as Ray says, he, he, he stumped Google. Like, we couldn't find, we literally couldn't find a moment. The closest thing was he was in that movie Duets, um, with, and, and his storyline takes him with Paul Giamatti. And I thought, oh, this would be kind of, you know, kind of straight, you know, like funny combination of guys. Paul Giamatti does all the, he's just irascible and, and uh, sarcastic. And Andre Brower is the, I mean, kind of what he does in yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Straight guy, but it's not like a funny, funny movie. So even that was impossible to tell. I mean, and not a funny, funny movie. I mean, <laughs> I feel like Huey Lewis is pretty hilarious. No I one, mean, he's sort of a ringer. Yeah. You bring in Huey Lewis, <laughs> right. everybody's going to be laughing. That's your comedy stunt cast, yeah. clearly. That's your, He's uh, the Gutenberg your of that block movie. comedy piece. He right gets there. in there to goose everybody. Yeah. Give him a little jolt of comic, <laughs> comic energy. <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Huey Lewis from the album Sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's me, Huey Lewis, from Dad's Tape Deck. I, I'll tell you what. I love Men of a Certain Age. I, really, I, want, I want people out there to watch it. I, one of my favorite shows... I've ever watched on television. My favorite of the shows that you've worked on, even more so than uh, Raymond and Enlisted, which I also both loved. Thank you. It's certainly the nearest and dearest to my heart, I must say. Yeah, a wonderful wonderful television program. But if people are interested in pursuing their interest in Mike Royce further into the future, how might they do so? What is Mike Royce working on? Is that the question? Yeah, sure. Well, yes, uh, me and the guy from Enlisted, Kevin Beagle, are working on an adaptation of Big... The movie Big for uh, the Fox Television Network. Um, and it's a limited series so as not to suck. <laughs> ah, yes. That's the, the way we try to get around that. Yeah. But you're going to have that same weird gypsy witch, right? The gypsy Zoltar, yes. Yeah. Zoltar will be a, a key element. Um, will Paul Giamatti do the voice? <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a voice before, but, uh, you know, listen. Sure. Do you think we're you'll hoping- get Andre Brower? I want to reunite the it men of a certain I. age sure. on Big for no reason. Yeah, um, sure. Get them in there. Yeah. Is there a uh, is there a Twitter we oh, should be looking a, for? There's the at, at Mike Royce. Mm-hmm. Very simple to find. Um, and otherwise, yes, you can follow at Royce to five nine rapper. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, there's a there's like a I think it's like an Ultimate Fighter or something. Is a or, or, Oh, yeah, sure. There's some tough guys yeah. with the name Royce that I occasionally get mixed up with, and I just go with it. I'm having a little bit of, like, Twitter confusion because there is, like, a... Um, Someone uh, on, the like, the British voice or there's something like, like uh, there's that? A, no, there's a, there is a kind of weird rap singer in the U.K. named Jordan Morris, but there is a uh, soccer or football player sure. who's on one of the, like, um, you know, American... We're trying to get football popular. Major League Soccer. Soccer. Yeah, yeah, teams who just got some sort of big contract. So, uh, anyway, some some Twitter confusion around that. Well, we'll see. I have not heard much about the career of uh, Mormon singer-songwriter Jesse Thorne. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that? <laughs> recently, who is real. Okay. Yeah. I will now find out more. But I wish him all the best. Sure. That's my birthday wish to him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever his birthday yeah. may be. <laughs> um, yeah, Max FunCon tickets on sale Friday, day after Thanksgiving. We'll see you at Max FunCon. Um, we are online at forum.maximumfun.org. That's our forum. Mm-hmm. Maximumfun.reddit.com. Lots of stuff going on in the Reddit each and every day. 
Of course, the Maximum Fun Facebook group, thousands of members and growing. Lots of fun discussions. You can even watch it. You can see some pictures of the set of us taking glamour shots of a bag of uh, candy blood. Terrific. <laughs> um, all of that on the internet. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. Brian Fernandez, Sonny D, our silent producer. You'd never know he was here, given how quiet he's been back behind that glass. He's laughing now, but silently. <laughs> Not a sound emerging from Brian Fernandez. He'll never crack. The implacable. Wait, no, the reverse. The pure, the always placked. The cool guy. Brian Fernandez. Okay, that's it. Fuck off. <laughs> we'll talk to you next Bye. time on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.